Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Sam Wilson, who is the founder of Bricken Investment Group and host of the How to Scale Commercial Real Estate podcast. Sam, how are you doing? I'm great, Timothy. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, myself. Let's see, a Midwestern guy. Uh, grew up in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. I uh, grew up in the trades. We grew up poor. We grew up uh, with a work ethic, though. So I got had a huge family. Grew up, uh, yeah. Grew up with a work ethic, just not mu- not much means. Um, so I knew what it was to wear the wrong size clothes and shoes that never fit and gloves that never fit and uh, not to have much, um, which is great. Again, you know the things I had the things that were counted. I think that's uh, that was the most important part is I grew up in a in a stable family that, uh, you know, my parents have been married, I don't know, 55, 60 years, something crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I got five siblings and it's it's awesome. So grew up in a Midwestern family, um, ended up in that. I'll try, I'll try to keep this short here, Timothy. Um, <laughs> let's see. Entrepreneurial. We'll go there. When you grow up hungry, you figure out that you, you want to eat. And so you figure out how to eat is to go make money. And so out of the gate early, I mean, he's, but even as like a, you know, my single digits, I remember stacking up my money, trying to figure out like, okay, well, if I save $9 and I can, I can have 12, mm-hmm. I mean, selling candy in first and second grade to other kids. Cause I knew I could hustle them and get some money out of there, <laughs> get their lunch money for some, for some, uh, you know, for some candy. So all those sorts of things, just growing up, figuring out how to make a dollar. And that's, I mean, that's brought me to the day that that story hasn't really that continuous thread through my life has always just been like, Hey, what do we do to produce an income so we can live the way we want to live? And that's, that's where we are today. There we go. There we go. And so now that you have that lifestyle, if you can kind of live how you want to live, you got the businesses. Yeah. yeah. Um, what does that lifestyle look like on the fun side, on the business side, day to day? Yeah, no, absolutely. Great question. Um, and you're right there. There it's somebody asked me that the other day. He goes, he goes, he goes, do you consider yourself wealthy? And I go, I mean, I have my health, which is the first thing that I can tell. Well, like without your health, you got nothing. I know lots of people who have ridiculous amounts of money and they are not healthy. I'm like, well, you're not wealthy. Um, so one, I have my health. So yes, I do have wealth. But he said, he, go, he, he said, he goes, when was the last time you had a W2? And I go, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> goes, well, there's your sign. He goes, you get to do what you want when you want and you live life on your terms. He goes, I'd say you're wealthy. Who cares how much money you make? I'm like, that's a good point. That's a real good point. That's a great point. Uh, so anyway, I forget even what your question was, Timothy. I'm sorry. I'm wandering all over the place here. Oh, you're all good. Just now that you're in that place, no W-2, you can kind of live life on your own terms. What does your yeah. day-to-day look like? Yeah. I mean, we are in the middle of, it's funny because in that entrepreneurial journey of, of kind of, and this has taken me 40, going on 41 years to figure this out. There's always that, uh, that poverty mentality. So I've still grown up with a poverty mentality. And so there's always been this just herky jerky, like, oh man, we could do that. We could do this. Like, oh, there's an opportunity to make a buck, but without focus, you never actually get 
you never get traction, right? And so it's tough, even though you're producing an income, it's, it's like, it's frenetic activity. You're mistaking activity for progress. And so I've made that mistake a lot. Um, and so that said, I'm still in that like building phase of my career. I'm 40, I turned 41 here, uh, soon. And it's, it still feels like I'm building something and I am, there's humongous momentum. We've closed Oh, $45 million in deals in the last year and a half, which is fun. That's great. Um, but it's still a build. It's like, okay, yeah, we're going to take down that deal. I'll get a small acquisition fee, but my payday is not till five years from now when that thing actually sells and closes. So, I mean, yeah, we're not living high on the hog. We are still grinding it out. Uh, so there's a lot of that. I mean, I run a daily real estate podcast. There's a, that's a lot of grind. Uh, I run, you know, we, we, we got all these deals going on. We got partners, we got, you know, opportunities, we're taking stuff down. And so it's, I mean, I get up at four, four thirty in the morning, most days and, and, you know, in bed by eight, eight thirty, and just grind it out. So there's a lot of grind, but there's also the opportunity when it's like, Hey, I want to take off Thursday, Friday, and, and we're going to go spend time with family and go do something fun or head out of town. You, you just do it. I don't call anybody. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it cuts both ways, but that's, that's kind of the stage I'm in right now. If I'm being fully transparent is this is, this isn't in the, in the deep grind. Yeah. I mean, in the deep grind, but you've really set yourself up well, right? Like closing 45 million in real estate, having the payday set, like if you operate those deals well, you do really well for yourself. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. No doubt. No. And there's lots of partners on those deals too. So, I mean, it's not like yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to, that pie won't be all mine to eat. But either way, it doesn't matter. You're absolutely right. It, you know, one of those deals closes and it'll make more money than most people do in, you know, two or three years combined. Yeah. So I can't complain, but it's just, it's, it's building. I'm in a building phase. Absolutely. Absolutely. There we go. Well, tell us a bit more about your motivation. You're waking up at four, you're going to sleep at eight, you're in the grind phase. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Uh, you know, I think, I think I enjoy it. Like if you ask me, do I want to do anything else? I mean, yeah, sure. If I, if, if money and time were no, or were no, no objects, I mean, I probably wouldn't grind it out. Not as much, but uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think I do enjoy it though. Like if, if I ever, am I ever going to change careers? Absolutely not. No, I'm going to do this until I'm tired of it. And hopefully by then I've made enough to where I don't have to grind it out anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think I enjoy it. Actually, I know I enjoy it. I have fun going to work. It's like, you know, the people, when you ever look the clock, Timothy, and you go, oh, crud, it can't possibly be five o'clock. Like, yeah. no way, man. Like, I can't imagine people that, I, I'm sorry for those of you who listen to this and, and hear this, because I'm not rubbing it in your face, but it's like, I can't imagine looking at the clock going, oh, man, is it five yet? Mm -hmm. uh, God, yeah. It's 3.15, I got an hour and 45 minutes before I can get out of here. Like, man, my days are always too short, always too short. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know what, again, I've, I'm probably wandering here in your, in your questioning, um, but that's, that's the answer I have for that. There we go. Enjoying the grind, man. That's a great way. Um, great reason to get up and get going. I will say like enjoying the process is something that is so key to just like life enjoyment. Like you could have your millions by the end of your right. life, maybe your billions, but it's like, if you hated every second of that past 30 years, why do yeah, it? About it? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you could, couldn't have said it better. There we go. There we go. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So tell us about your vision for your life and your companies. You know, there's two things. Uh, one, it, well, actually, it's, it's time and money freedom. Those are the two things I want. And going back to your point, your previous point, 
I don't ever need to be a, a, a deca millionaire. I mean, it'd be nice if it happened someday, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like if I've got enough to comfortably, like it, you, there's, there was, there's some study somewhere, of course, this is, you know, I'm butchering the whole thing, but it was like, once your basic needs are met, like happiness increases only marginally. Yep. Like you have to think about like, uh, sometimes I play with my, my two-year-old and it's like, if I were a, deck a billionaire could i enjoy this moment watching her laugh and giggle as i hold her and we play we throw her in the air ah you know having a good time with the kids i'm like could this moment get any better if i were just filthy stinking rich no yeah no it couldn't like it just can't like so i've got an income like hey i want to make this amount and i think i'm pretty content if i hit that and living well within my means and just saying heck with it man right off in the sunset enjoy my time enjoy, enjoy my family and see the world. I mean, that's it. I'd love for my kids to get out. And my wife and I have both traveled extensively around the world. Um, she's lived all over the world. It's uh, it, it'd be fun to, you know, get the kids out and, and especially while their brains are still young and hear different languages and learn to speak different languages and live in different places in the world. I think that would be the, the ultimate uh, time and money freedom dream. There you go. Well, what are the top one to two skills that you need to develop right now to get to that time and money freedom dream? Oh gosh. Delegation is one thing it is, it is getting, and I'm, and I'm working on it, diligently working on it because it's the, uh, they, they, what do they say? The pain of change. It's something to the effect of until the pain of change becomes less than the pain of remaining the same, you'll never change. Yep. So it's like, I'm at that point where it's like, if I have to get in the minutia and just keep staying in the minutia, I'm never gonna get anything done. So surrounding myself with just great team members and having that courage to do that. I owned a flooring company until I was 30. We had 30 something employees. And man, I swore off having people work for me. When you're working in the trades, it's a different, and again, not the, not the bashing of the trades is what I grew up in, but it, it's, it is not the people I want to surround myself with that are thinking and dreaming bigger. At the end of that, when I sold that business, I was like, I don't want employees again. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be responsible for people. And so that's been 11 years ago now that I sold that company and I've had zero employees. I've had contractors. I've had, well, that's not true. I mean, to, to, by and large, I've not had employees working directly with me. And that intimidation of like, knowing that I got to step back into that role in order to grow is probably a hard spot for me. Cause it's like, ah, uh, uh, but we're doing it. I got two people coming on in January. That's like, these are big major steps, like big paychecks going out the door. I'm going, okay, we're doing this. Like we're growing and I've got the offload in order for me to grow. I've got to learn to delegate and be comfortable with it. And the second thing with that is that I'm an introvert by nature and, and highly independent just by the virtue of how I grew up and just, you just learn to be independent. Uh, and I don't want to be responsible to people. I don't want to tell people what to do. I'm a terrible boss. Like, I, I don't know, like, this is the dream. Just, just go. Like, I'm not gonna, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and so that's, that's an area where I have to grow because it's probably fear to be honest with you. That is, um, that's leading that the fear of the fear of failure the fear of going, oh my gosh, like, what if I bring them on board and they suck? What if I bring them on board and they're great and I suck? Strongly possible, right? Yeah. So it, both of those things are, both of those are kind of interconnected areas in which I have to improve both my mental game and also my leadership skills and just say, 
yeah, I, I'm willing and, I, and, and I'm able to leave. My wife even said that. She goes, she goes, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do, right? When you're doing this. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to. And she's like, yeah, uh-huh. That's exactly yeah. right. And I said, darn it. <laughs> Man, the amount of time in life you just have to do what you don't want to do in order to get to where you want to be is just like astronomical. It's like, yeah, <laughs> every majority of your time. I don't know who said it, but they said everything you want lies on the other side of your fear, something like that, or, or like, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's so true. And so, so that's, uh, but yeah, embrace the suck. That's part of it is, uh, but it's not going to suck. I think, I think the thing is, is there's, again, going back to it, I lead with, you know, when you lead with fear, you just, you don't do the things you're supposed to do in order to make meaningful progress. And so the pain of change is less than the pain of remaining the same for me right now. So that's, uh, that's something I'm working on. Gotcha. Gotcha. This may be a little redundant. I don't know. Curious to see what is the highest impact daily action that will tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals. Ooh, highest impact daily action. Getting in the and this is going to sound counter to what I just said, but spending the time to develop the systems in order to bring other people on, like. That's not my strong suit, man. Like I want to go buy stuff. Like I want to like drive around and look at stuff and like, yeah, wheel and deal and you know, buy that. That looks great. We're going. And then just yep. but it, it doesn't work in the end, especially initially. You have to, I think, and again, I told you I'm in the I'm in the initial kind of startup grind phase. You have to do things in early on that don't scale. And that's kind of it's kind of counter counter uh, intuitive because it, that's building those systems and those those things inside of the businesses that allow team members to come on board. It's sitting down and having meeting after meeting after meeting with other team members and thinking through strategy and thinking through marketing and marketing funnels and what about it. Uh, yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> but if you don't do it, you're never going to get anywhere. And yeah. you're going to be wondering why sales suck or why this is down or why that's up or it's like, I don't know. So yeah, those are, those are, those are some things I have to do right now that are meaningfully, and I already see them, they already see the meaningful progress coming out of those sitting down in meetings. I mean, meetings are like a ball and chain to my soul. I go, oh, geez. I gotta yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when you're just leading people and man, like a lot of the daily tasks, like, do you know who Alex Hormozzi is? Their name rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a big, like. 150 million, 100 million dollar, like owns a lot of businesses, gives a lot of entrepreneurial advice. Yeah. And when he goes through his day, he's like, yeah, I spend the first like half of my day in deep work. And a lot of that right now is writing his book. Mm. And then I spend the next part of the day in meetings. I'm like, and you're worth a hundred million dollars. And so what that did to my head was I was like, he's functioning in an environment where he has so much leverage that he's not doing the day to day. Like right now, I generate revenue by cold calling. If I don't cold call, I'm not getting paid. Right. (laughs) So it's just like he has systems in place and people in place that are going to do the cold calling, the deal analysis, the talking to the um, buyer and seller, like all that stuff is done on his behalf. And it's just like, you won't get anywhere without it. So you're right. Mm. No, absolutely. Absolutely true. Yeah. And, and And I'm finding, I'm finding the pleasure in, and getting there where it's like, okay, I see, I see just like you're talking about, I see these teams developing. I see people owning the vision. I mean, I, I sent out a, a kind of five bullet point 
a letter to somebody that's coming on, bringing an acquisitions uh, guy on next month. And I sent it out like, hey, here's basically what the, the job criteria is. Why don't you come back what you think it should look like or what it will look like? If we want to kind of compare notes, just make sure we're on the same page. His was like three pages long, like tick, 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 bolt. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is exactly oh, what I wanted. Amazing. Like, it's Yeah, you said it way better than I could have, but it felt really good just in that, hey, we're having meetings. This is what the idea is. Make it better. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really cool. Really cool to have people like that uh, in my, in my, um, sphere here and working with me. So it's going to be great. There we go. What character trait do you most need to develop right now to make your dream life come true? I would say it's, <laughs> huh? What character trait? Boldness, probably. I don't, I don't, I didn't, that's funny to say that out loud. Cause most people, if you get know me, think of me as relatively confident, relatively self-assertive, um, but probably boldness just again, to go out and build the teams and to go out and say, all right, this is the direction we're heading in and not be afraid of where it leads. So I think again, you know, I've probably led with a lot of fear, um, which is toxic to myself and probably those around me. So it, uh, I'd say being bold and saying, yeah, this is, this is, this is the, this is the path we're going. Uh, I'd say that's it. There we go. Boldness. And if there were one or two people that you can meet right now, this could be a specific person or a type of person. And they'd really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals. Who would they be and how would they do it? Two people I had to meet right now. Oh boy. That's a tough one. Could be a type of person too. So maybe it's like, um, I know you, you made two hires, but if it's like a third hire, that's like this type of person is really going to be something like that. I think it would be anybody. The type of person would be somebody that still remembers what it's like to scale a business in the early stages. Like, I think one of the fun things about having, and, and I've, you know, I've done the, the daily podcast now for two years. So I've got 730 people I've interviewed and I've met these types certainly on the show, but I think being able to, mentored by somebody like that that would be that would be a meaningful i know i've grown a business from zero to x number of employees and i know exactly what that feels like and they remember it. a lot of times you get people who are like well man I, you know i used to be digging ditches and then you know 50 years passed and now i got seven thousand employees and i don't know <laughs> just things happen between now and then you're like well you remember what happened i mean do you remember the first five years of that it's kind of all a blur at this point because you know time time erodes memory um so that's one type i would say is is a mentor in the space that still has the fresh memory of uh of what that's like and then probably also the other type of person maybe um it's probably one of the same to be honest with you somebody that scaled a company but yet i think the other you know, type of person is somebody that scaled a company but hasn't forgot where they've come from mm. you know like i i have no i have no need to surround myself with people that have forgotten what it's like the 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 old phrase that like you know, people that say that that money doesn't make you happy forgot what it's like not to have any like yeah. i don't i don't want to i don't need that for i want the person that remembers what it's like not to have any and be like oh yeah i'm still a humble human and, the, and there's lots of those out there but uh, those are probably two people i'd really like to be around what do you think you 10 to 15 years from now would tell you now about scaling a company. Get off your butt and go. 
don't <laughs> stop. Just go, go put the pedal down, man. Bring people on board. Go dream big, dream big. You've got the right people in place. You've got the right skill sets. You've got the right backing. Just go. Um, yeah, go. Just go. Oh. There you go. <laughs> well, awesome, Sam. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Book, movie, or podcast. Man, I would, uh, you know, not genre specific. I mean, there's that's a tough question if it's a book because, you know, so many books meet, meet different things in different places. Gosh, the Bible would be a really good book. Yep. that's something that if you don't read it very often, which I probably don't read it as much as I should, but, uh, you know, it's got a lot of wild stories in there about life. I mean, there's some crazy stuff in that book. So anyway, that's a, that's a, that, that's a good one. Some crazy um, truths too. Like you'll be reading something and it'll just hit different. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> yeah. sure. You're like, Oh, 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 yep. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's probably it. Yeah, that's probably the best book, best book ever written. So there's, uh, there's my answer. Awesome. And what's one way you like to take care of yourself? I work out, man. That's uh, when I was 30. I'd never been. Uh, this goes back to probably the. Anyway, I'll save all the preamble. I work out. I'm very, very committed to physical fitness and health because and I, uh, I eat right. I, and it's not even it's not even hard for me anymore. Four years ago, before I, I I really had never worked out in my life, I never knew what a barbell was. I didn't know how to go to the gym. Like you'd walk in, you'd see, you know, eight hundred meatheads in this you know, wall of equipment, and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I gotta get out of this place. Um, so you know, but but since then, I've 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 found the right place to go work out. It's awesome, love it, and I think getting up almost every day. I try to try to work out five days a week, and I try really hard to watch what I eat. And, um, man, it's great. I mean, I'm, like I said, I turned 41 here soon and, and I'm in the best, best physical shape of my life. Mm. Like it's, uh, it feels really good to be this strong, this healthy. And I was not bragging cause I think anybody can do it. Uh, I think any, I know anybody can do it if you just put your mind to it. So that's, uh, that's the number one way I, I take care of myself right now is really just staying on top because it, you know, it doesn't get easier. I mean, by the time I'm 50, I'm not, I'm not getting any stronger at 42 or 43 or 44. It's like, you're already on the downhill curve. So yeah. you just, you just got to slow it down as much as you can. So that's, uh, that's it. That's what I do. Awesome. Yeah. Working out. That is key. Do you work out like right when you wake up? Do you have a deep work session and then work out? Like where does your workout usually fall in your day? It's It's been all over the place, to be honest with you. Uh, I used to be 6 a.m. every day, five days a week for years. And then we had some life changes in our family uh, to where for almost the last two years, I didn't really sleep a lot. Um, life has been a little upside down inside the home. So working out was herky-jerky here, there. But here recently, things have kind of normalized, which has been really great. So, yeah, I'm either 5.15 a.m. or 6 a.m. at the gym. There you go. Awesome. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet and work with that mentor that still remembers what it's like to scale a business in the early stages and remembers where they came from? 
Yeah, that's a that's a great question. It probably lies within some key mastermind groups uh, that I haven't yet joined. Those are things that you know. It, it uh, there's there's some I've been looking at, some I've been watching. Where it's like, okay, and finding the right the right mix there too. I mean, there's a lot of either either the mastermind group that I haven't started. There's option one or the one I haven't joined. So that's um, yeah, that's one in the. One, I think that's the right answer there because there are plenty of those that have found ways to aggregate the like-minded people and put them all in the same room together, and that's uh, that's probably the next step for me. Yeah, I feel that. With your daily podcast, I feel like you could easily start a mastermind group. Maybe not easily. It's not easy starting any business, but <laughs> right? you would have a path. Correct. Yeah, at least at least the, the contact list is built. I mean, that's, uh, that's probably the hardest part. So, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Awesome. We got our last series of questions now, and these right. are a bit personal. So okay. if you don't want to answer any of them, just be like, I want to pass. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Fair enough, man. I'll, I'll tell you more than you want to know. So shoot away. <laughs> Here we go. What is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life, if any? I know we touched on fear a little bit uh, earlier in the podcast. So. Yeah, limiting belief. Um, I'm, I've, I think I've overcome this one largely, but it's something that has continually come back. But it's that others can and I can't. So you watch, you watch other people have massive success or build cool teams or, you know, build great companies in short periods of time. And it's like, oh yeah, but that's that person. You're never going to say it out loud and tell them on a podcast with you. Um, but it's like, you know, there's that, there's always just that, like, I'm not able or I'm not worthy or, and again, I think some of that stems from the poverty mentality. Where it's like it, I don't I don't care that there's there are things in your psyche that like if you don't identify them you will find ways to self sabotage whatever success you could potentially have because you always go back to that like wait that's that's the way I grew up right that's yeah. I was always born with I we were raised with not a I mean again I, I love the family I grew up in uh, which is funny because now everybody's doing really well for themselves but it's like you still grew up with that, like, well, we're poor and I'll always be poor. And this is just, so you'll do, you'll do things that don't make any sense financially or otherwise that, that put yourself back in that poor position. And it's like, I think, uh, I think that's the limiting belief right there is that it's for everybody else and not for me. Mm. So yeah, that's one, uh, one I'm working on. Gotcha. What actions, these can be daily, weekly, monthly, annually, reinforce this limiting belief in a negative way like make the limiting belief stronger yeah so like you have this limiting belief yeah and then that belief is associated with some thoughts and some feelings and you act based on all that yeah so this is a funny one this is this is something here even in this for those of you listening to this or shaking your head when i say this you're right so you know, don't call me and tell me hey you're an idiot because i already know uh <laughs> but one of the things that i haven't ever been willing to do is budget. <laughs> like I've always just made sure that like I always out earn what I spend, right? And it's and it's this thing where you just you laughing at me. Why man, I thought this would be vulnerable. <laughs> You're gonna hurt my feelings here. Um no I'm kidding. Uh but seriously, yeah. It reinforces it because it's like 
well, just work your butt off and just keep making more money because it's easier to make more money than to pay, pay attention to where your money's going. Well, you know what? Now, when you do that, guess what happens? You never make any forward, meaningful forward progress. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's a limit. Yeah, there's my limiting belief. And how do I support that limiting belief by not doing what I'm supposed to do? So anyway, I have I have begun using an app, tracking all of our spending, like down to like, you know, my wife, okay, what'd you spend on Amazon? Like sorting through Amazon and saying, okay, you spent $15 on, okay, that went to gifts, that went to this. And it feels really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it feels good. But that's something I've refused to do for an extended period of time because, well, I had a limiting belief I wanted to support. Dude, I'm the same way. Like, it's not that I've never budgeted, but I'll make a budget and then I will, like intentionally neglect it. Like I'll be like, I I hate being constrained. I will not be constrained. And then I'm like, um, I'm so quick to take out um debt for business reasons. Cause I'm sure. so I'm so young right now. And I'm like, you know, I would rather go bankrupt than make four thousand dollars a month for the rest of my life. So if I need to take this coaching program or I need to invest in these leads or I need to do this or I need to do that, I'm taking out the debt and I'm doing it. Sure. But then my shiny object syndrome will pop in. I'm like, oh, you failed after three weeks. Well, now you need to switch it up. And that's like the fatal combination. <laughs> it's like taking out debt for business, not necessarily bad if you do it wisely. Right. Um, shiny object syndrome, you just need to get rid of that. That's just like <laughs> key for failure. <laughs> but like, for sure. That's like the perfect storm in my life. And so I've really tried to focus and hone in on be focused, stay consistent. It's not bad to take out debt, but... Maybe before you take out that, think how you could be profitable from day one, which is something Alex Hormozzi has kind of had me thinking. He he starts businesses. He'll he'll do like he'll scale to like two million a month in like a year, and he does it because of how he markets and how he structures his offers. And so he's changed my mindset around it a little bit. But that's cool. I feel you with the never budgeting. I'd I know, I know. So it's a discipline I'm I'm actively working on, and it's uh it feels good feels good to look at it. Yeah, I mean, it also keeps you on track and not, not spending money like an idiot when you're like, Oh yeah, I should pay more attention. So mm. there you go. My fiance is a very good budgeter and very, very risk averse where I'm like, I think it's risky not to take risk right now. Cause we'll be broke for our whole life. If we don't take the risk right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That's true. Maybe there's, maybe there's a balance there. Yeah, there's a balance. There's for sure a balance. I'll, I'll go a little too too much on the risk sometimes, but um, so I I feel confident that we will level each other out, and she'll push me to budget and adhere to the budget, and I'll push her to expand uh, spending opportunities and investments. I love it. I love it. That's awesome, man. Good for you. There we go. Well, if we if you were to change your limiting belief into an abundant phrase that really spoke to your heart, what would that phrase be? I'm capable of anything I put my mind to. I love it. Do you ever tell yourself that? Hang on. See if I can find it here for you. There we go. Is that a journal or a book? Oh, where'd it go, man? There's a phrase here in a book. And yes, I have told myself it many, many times. I forget. I can't find the page that it's on, but it's, I know you'll probably have to edit this out, but it's, uh, 
Oh gosh, it's some yes. So before the last two years of chaos, which I told you about, um, this was my daily routine. So there was, you know, my checks on the front that were like, oh, those are checks someday I'm writing for the things that I want. There was all my, you know, all my daily statements, all the things I went through. Because my own kind of home cooking morning routine with a lot of other stuff baked in. But uh yeah, absolutely had had that that phrase and those things written down again. Life changes here on on the home front. When you don't sleep, nothing else is really possible. So it, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a requirement. Um, but yeah, absolutely had it written down. For sure. For sure. Love it. And so when those beliefs start to take over, the others can, I can't, the I'm not worthy, the poverty mentality, what thoughts or actions do you resort to in order to take back control? Discipline. I mean, that's it. You, you've got to go back to what are we doing? How are we doing it? And what is the goal? I think, I think just staying in that discipline groove, it, it just kind of overcomes a lot of that. I'm not able or not worthy or not. It's like, no, this is the path we're on it. And we just stay on course. Talk about shiny object syndrome. That's that's gosh, I've struggled with that a lot too. Like, yeah. You know, no, we're not chasing that. No, I think, I think that was the other thing too, is I was always afraid uh, on when dealing with shiny object syndrome that the deals would pass. It's like, no, like there's, there's good, there's good opportunities for the rest of your life. So stay on course. And that's, that's, that's another thing that that has kind of helped me to work through that fear of missing out of the last good deal on earth. Like, no, there's, there's still going to be other deals out there. So I think that's, that's it. Being disciplined in your practice is, uh, is one thing that's really helped me out. Gotcha. All right, we got one last question for you. And I want to frame this next question. So Alex Hormozzi said that the difference between manipulation and help is intent. And I think his point here is that you're influencing people in both situations, but manipulation is about getting somebody to do something you want them to do, while help is about seeking to understand what somebody else wants and helping them get there. Okay. This question is going to be about help, not manipulation. So. Okay. There's a common saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Right. I actually found out from Dr. Alan Laika, who was a guest on the show, that you can make it drink. You just have to salt its oats. Now, I want you to think of a person with a fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change, but they hate their life. Yeah. How can we, you and I, create an environment to salt their oats and help them change their life? Be yourself. Mm. I mean, there there is nothing like just being yourself and letting people look at the life that you lead and having them go, oh, that's pretty great. How you do that? I think if there's a way to instill curiosity, and, and not that that's my job. Like, I don't know, life's too short, I think, for me to spend a lot of time worrying about whether or not other people get on board. But I think being able to strike out again in confidence and having other people go, oh, that's really cool. Like, if there's a way to do that, I, I want that. So yeah. I think I think that's it. Be yourself. Absolutely. And that, yeah. And if they don't like it, that's that's on them. But yeah, ninety eight percent of problems are solved with money, and the two percent of problems that can't be solved with money that really really matter can be solved by like authenticity and feeling free to be who you are. Yeah, being loved for that, right? Like, if you feel loved and authentic, it's like, and you have all the money in the world, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a pretty happy person. (laughs) 
I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that to that trifecta. We're uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to work on the third, but we're heading there hopefully. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, Sam, that's all we got for you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? No, man. Timothy, thank you for having me on the show today. It certainly was a pleasure. Uh, yeah, this was great. Yes, great questions. We're a great host. So thank you very much. Of course, man. It was great to have you on and thank you for coming on. If you guys are listening to this and you loved what Sam had to say, you loved what he's about, you want to invest in some real estate with him, go ahead and check him out. All the links to do so. Well, they can invest in real estate with you. Is that right? You can. Absolutely can. Perfect. Uh, all the links to do so will be down in the show notes. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.